Shalom, shalom, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, the land of Israel, in our eternal and indivisible capital, Jerusalem, since King David's time. And as you could see, I have a very special guest today. Say hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Happy <laughs> hi. Here we are. Jamie Geller, the one and only voice, face, what used to be mostly kosher food, but today a face of the Jewish people, working with Aish, Torah, spreading the message of Torah and Judaism and the Jewish people all over the world. And we're going to be speaking today about a special project that you're involved yeah. in that I don't know how many people know about or understand about it, but it is to it's total holiness. Yeah. Total holiness. And we're talking about save... Supporting our farmers. Supporting our farmers. Save them too while we're at it. That's right. <laughs> and what's the name? What's the name of the website? Supportourfarmers.org. Supportourfarmers.org. And we are referring to Israeli farmers who this year, the year of Shemitah, right? The seventh year where is where Jews lay the land fallow. That's the Sabbath of the land. So farmers take a year off in order to rest the land, and they're not growing. And here, this is a wonderful initiative to support the Israeli farmers who are following the laws according to the Torah and not working the land. So tell us about this amazing, amazing project, Jamie. Well, first of all, it's so amazing to be on your show. Thank you for always having me on. It's wonderful to catch up. We've like known each other. While. It's been a while, but we've known each other for over 10 years since I made Aliyah 10 That's years right. ago. You're amongst the first people, you and Avi, a partner who I've met, and your wonderful wife, Rachel, and family. So... I love what you do for the Jewish people. I love what you do for the land of Israel. It's an honor to be here talking about this. And it's really a meeting of the minds when we talk about um, helping what we can in terms of the Jewish people and, of course, the Holy Land of Israel. Right. So the farmers, we spoke about this, they're keeping the biblical laws of this land. We get this land as a gift from God. We're about to come to the holiday of Shavuot where the Torah was our gift from God and the land was our gift as well. And part of that comes with a sense of responsibility in terms of protecting it right. and um, and abiding by the rules. And we have, as Jewish people, as Orthodox people, we have every seventh day we rest on the Sabbath, on Shabbat. The land also rests. It has a sabbatical year um, where it gets to rejuvenate itself agriculturally, by the way. It's very good and healthy for right. the land as well. And for the farmers themselves, who donate their every single waking, breathing moment to the land. You know what it's like for these workers of the land, how connected they are to our heritage, our culture, and our history. They work the land, and they take a moment to rest and relax as well and reconnect to their families and to Torah and to the source of it all, to God. And farmers, I think, are some of the most religious people that we know out there, you know, because they're so connected yeah. to God for yeah. everything. Yeah, great, exactly, yeah. because you are totally dependent. I mean, yes. that, that's a part of life that we're so missing today. Yeah, we're, we're so missing. When, right, when, when you're connected to the land, you have a deeper connection to the one above because yes. you're you know you're dependent on him. And today's world of technology yeah. and and instant, people are so many people are so disconnected from Correct. their soul, from Correct. a connection to the higher power that yes. that we know is God yes. and that runs our lives. And less of a true belief, they might say it, but they don't really feel yes. it. But farmers feel it, and we take a lot in for granted. And a lot we believe is because of our own toil and our own sweat and tears. And even though yes, we were given blessings, you know, we we give ourselves a lot of credit. But in the end, all the preparation that the farmers could do, no matter what, they're dependent on the sun, right. on the on the weather, on the humidity, on the drought, on the rain. And who else do they turn to or pray for in the end every single day? The same way we should just have that same appreciation that all of our gifts in our day, whether we're working in an office or working in the field or from God, but they're really, really connected to it. Right. And they need us. They're keeping this mitzvah. And if people really misunderstand it, it's not a mitzvah for the farmers. It's a Jewish people mitzvah. Right. 
Very good point. Yes. Very good point. So, Please expand. Yes, yeah. yes. So their mitzvah is our mitzvah. Their land is our land. We all speak about this as the land of the Jewish people. And because they are lucky enough to be the ones farming it, but we are all meant to support the land resting, and we're meant to support either we farm and we rest, or we support the farmers who are resting and allowing the land to rest. Right. So this is a, is a very unifying mitzvah. There are very few mitzvahs that the entire Jewish people are dependent on one another. And this was enacted so that we can remember our unity, how important that is, and how to support each other. Right, and I want to expand upon that for yes. people to understand. Crops still grow during this seventh yes. year, right? So if farmer Jacob has a farm and he's growing, let's say, apples, right? An, a, an, an apple farm, an, an apple trees, an apple orchard, thank you. And they grow during this seventh year. Well, during the seventh year, that land now returns to totally belong to God. Yes. So farmer Jacob cannot get any benefit, any financial benefit yes. from all those apples grown in what has been his yes. orchard. So then those apples are sold and when Avi Abelow or Jamie Geller and our families yes. buy these apples grown during this holy seventh year of Shemitah, they have special holiness. Yes. We have to treat them differently. Right. We can't throw them out like right. regular fruits and vegetables. And whatever money was earned from purchasing those apples with this seventh year Shemitah holiness, yeah. that money doesn't go to the farmer. It's yeah. just the basic pricing that allows for the like the middleman middle or, the, or the supermarkets Correct. to be able to sell them. Correct. But the farmer Jacob Correct. makes nothing. Hence, it is critical that one, they're not working the land for new crops. Correct. And whatever is growing in the land during this seventh year, they earn zero. They no hence the importance benefit. of supporting these Israeli no farmers. Benefit. And the truth is, people don't get into farming to be rich. No, these no, are no. very simple people to begin with. And what they live on, you and I wouldn't even believe. I've been to visit farmers north and south, east and west. We did a beautiful series, a video series for support our farmers so people can meet the farmers. And you see the simple life and the simple people that are doing this because they love it and they love the land and they want to work the land. A lot of them work. I went to a farm down by the Aza border. They're literally farming like three feet from the oh, border. The fence, yeah. And then the rockets are going and then there's flare-ups and they're farming. They're protecting our borders as well. A lot of farming happens, some in the center and a lot in the periphery. So it's there's so many layers to this, but at the end of the day, they're not wealthy people. People say, oh, so they know the seventh year is coming, why can't they save up? They're barely living as it is, but they choose this life because somebody has to, you know, and less than 1% of the population is farming, but there's no extra to save up for this year. So what happens this year if um, they have to pay the gas bill, they have to pay the electric bill, they still have to keep the leases on their land, the government does not give them a break on the leases on their land, a lot of them want to keep their workers. And they pay their workers because it's hard to find great workers. It's not such a sexy industry for people to get into farming these days. So right. they have good workers they can rely on. They'll pay them this year just so that they'll come back next year so they won't lose them. Right. And what do they have left to put on their food for their family to eat? A lot of them get second jobs. They become a teacher this year. They'll work as police officers, or the wife will take a second or a third job as well. And they're trying, but there's nothing left over. They need help to literally just keep food on the table, keep the leases on their land, so they can live to fight another seven years. Right, and it's interesting, because here we're talking about Israeli farmers, but this everything you're saying about farmers yeah. is applicable to farmers everywhere. Sure. I don't know if we have any viewers who are, are farmers or related to farmers yeah. who come from farming families, even in America, because most of America, once upon a time, was total farmland. Of course, of course. And yeah. today, today, and and anyone who knows, it is yeah. it is very very hard also yeah. in America to be a farmer and yeah. and have a sustainable living as a farmer. Yes. 
um, with water and with all government regulations and everything, and then big industries take over, and then they make sure that you can make even less money, and they get all the earnings. Yes. So it's not it's not easy, and yet there is something, and we touched upon this before. There's something so special and holy about being connected to the right. land, and even if it's, a, if it's a regular person who just has his own vegetable garden yeah. in his oh, backyard. By the way, this applies. Right? The laws of Shemitah apply to everyone. They have their vegetable garden. They have their fruit trees, their pomegranate trees, their lemon trees, their um, their flower beds. Right. If they're connected, they let that go. And for the year, they don't prune and they don't grow and they don't plant. And you know, and it's hard. You should know emotionally, it's hard for the farmers, for people who love growing and planting to right. see this year. Um, there's a lot of, like we spoke about, layers to this emotional, spiritual, religious, financial, and we need to be there for them. They're there for us, growing our fresh fruits and vegetables. Anyone who comes to Israel says, a cucumber here does not taste like a cucumber anywhere else. No way. You know, the cherry tomato was invented here. Like, the pomegranates, like, dates, like, these are the Sheva meaning, the seven species that are inherited to the land of Israel. Right. We need to support the people that are, are bringing our culture, our heritage, and our food to life, and they're putting food on our table. Fresh, delicious, wonderful farm-to-table food, right. which, by the way, is what we still eat in season. There's not a lot of import here, so, you know, it's not like other places where you can get blueberries any time of year. There's a specific season for everything. We follow the calendar. We follow the seasons. We follow the holidays. Every holiday is a special, you know, food item associated with it, and it's the farmers who are bringing these to our table for our family, right. you know, throughout the right. years. And you want to something? I want to give some people some more context, because some people might think, might think to themselves, wait a second, Israel is the Jewish state. Yes. It's a Jewish people that yes. knows it has these laws. So why doesn't the government like yeah, help support? And it's, it should be known a Jewish yes. state every seven years, government subsidies for the seventh year in order yes. to to support Jewish way of life. So unfortunately, uh, let me let me take that back. Fortunately, yeah. the Jewish people after two thousand years of exile. We are still in the process of returning to ourselves what right. it's like for us to live as our people, as the indigenous people in our ancestral homeland, yes. and what that means and how to make it work. Yeah. So we're still in that process. We don't yet have the full government support for this Correct. Jewish state and following Correct. our laws even for our land. Correct. And as part of that, not everyone knows, well, for many years, because we our farmers can't plant during the seventh yes. year, so the authorities and the rabbinic world came up with all these different ways that we can still have food yeah. and vegetation and right. fruits and vegetables. One of those ways is making sure that we're not eating food that is planted by Jewish farmers. Yeah. Right? So we're buying more food from Egypt or from Gaza or from yes. Jordan or for bringing in. And then that also hurts our farmers yeah. and, our, and, our, and our industry. And then there are some rabbinic ways of going around and farmers Bleeding selling their land. So, it, so the land is not rested because it's not owned by a Jew. So the, yeah. the, the farmer doesn't have to follow the rules. And it, I'm, I, without going into all the details, but it, just trying to give you an understanding of why... We don't yet truly have the holistic system in place so that our own Jewish government truly supports the Jewish way of life we are supposed to be interacting with our land, and hence the importance of this project to to help the farmers, to support the farmers. So hopefully, I'm a big believer... Don't wait for government. Yes. Let's do what we need to Grass do. Grassroots. Grassroots. Yes. Exactly. It's about the, the, for about the, the people, people. From the people. There's no question, like right. you said, but we were speaking about a Hebrew word, minutak, this disconnection. Right. And there is a disconnection from a governmental perspective based on the biblical, you know, expression of ourselves here in this land. Right. So, and we're not waiting. 
And so, so far we've raised, um, we have triple matching funds, $225,000, a lot with your help. So thank you very, very much. And thank you to all of you who are interested in supporting our farmers. And I'm actually, I really believe in giving and gifting. So anyone, basically others tiers of giving where I, I'll give my spice line to people. I have a new cookbook of a, a farmer that has lots of tips about produce and stories about the farmers and right. some of their recipes. So when you give, you also get. So right. yeah, there's definitely incentives there. Amazing. So please help us. All right, so folks, the website? Supportourfarmers.org. Visit supportourfarmers.org. Anything you give, triple match. Yes. You give five, it's 15. You give 100, it's 300. You give 1,000, it's 3,000. All right, and here it's, and again, it's not just about supporting the farmers, but it's about you taking part in this very unique, special, once every seven year yes. Yes. mitzvah. Correct. It's for you. It's not it's coming back. You. It's not coming back That's because right. Adwili Mashiach is coming soon. But really, it's not like, Please oh, I'll God. do this tomorrow. Right. It's not like, oh, right. now is the time. No, this is a special mitzvah that all of us can yes. help take part in by giving whatever we can, whether a dollar, a thousand, ten, whatever it we'll is. take it. Each, it, it it's, but it's not just supporting the farmers. Yeah. It's you taking part and uh, and doing this special mitzvah yes. every seven years. Jamie, keep up the amazing, wonderful, beautiful, and holy work you are doing for the yeah. Jewish people and spreading Torah. And thank you for coming thank on. Thank you and you too. You should have so much health and strength amen. to continue doing what you do for the Jewish people. It's unbelievable and inspiring. Amen, amen. And, and, amen, amen. and next time we got next time we got to do a video on the roof of it. Yeah, well, you were there and you didn't call me. So I'm, I'm, one, My bad. you got one negative against you. You'll have to make up for that. All <laughs> right, all right. But we'll, we'll make it happen. Everyone, signing off for another episode of the Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, in our eternal and indivisible capital, Jerusalem, since King David's time. Thanks for watching, everyone. Shalom. Thank you. Pulse of Israel on frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.